0: Hello and welcome to Sports Flash. We are back once again and in this association of ours with Pro India, uh, the captain speaks. And uh, today we have a very special guest joining us all the way from uh, Chelsea Football Club. Yes, we have Mr. Gary Green who is the kit manager of Chelsea Football Team and we're going to have a lot of conversation about uh, particular football today. And uh, we have an esteemed set of guests joining us uh, from the Indian football uh, circuit and uh, uh, I'm going to ask uh, Mr. Abu to introduce them as well quickly before we start up with today's session.
1: All right, thank you Rahul, uh, uh, we have a very, very elite panelist here. And we welcome Mr. Gary Gray, you have already mentioned. Uh, we welcome Mr. Richie Roy from Mumbai City FC, he is an nice uh, kit manager. We welcome Mr. Sentil Kumaran from Chennai FC; he is also uh, the kit manager. Mr. Arivan Biswas, welcome from ATK, he is uh, the kit manager as well.
2: Well, Mr. subha Rathaddeh from Mahun Bagan,
1: uh, welcome, sir. Uh, Mr. Rupa Dattah from Bhavani Port Club is uh, also joining. Mr. Priyam Deh from Vidhanagar Municipal Sports Academy, welcome, sir. Uh, Dr. Pratim Roy from Durbar is also joining. And uh, it's, it's wonderful, it's wonderful to have you all. Over to you, Rahul.
0: It's, it's indeed wonderful and a whole lot of people uh, part of the session, a whole lot of 15 uh, people part of the session. Uh, Mr. Gary Gray. Uh, first of all, Gary, uh, you are the kit manager of Chelsea Football Club. Uh, so I would want to know your thoughts on the new Chelsea Football Kit because that is something else. I haven't seen a number in front of a Chelsea for a long, long time. Can you give your, just on the lighter side of things, can you give your opinion on that?
2: Yeah, so uh, yeah, very strange. Um, obviously, it's, it's very strange to see to see a number on on the front of a shirt. The England rugby team obviously had it um, a few years ago, so it's, it's something that we are actually used to over here in England. But I guess in terms of sponsorship and and things like that, they obviously come up with with some great numbers, and and uh, and and we we as a club are really looking forward to to working with. With uh, with network free um, moving forward,
3: the, the new design of the kit
2: I think is quite nice. It's, it's very simple yet very sleek, and uh, it's, it's got a really nice, easy design to it. it. Looks very smart with the black pipe in and and the wording um, about the Chelsea brand. Um, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. And the results haven't been too bad since since we've worn it. We've had. A win and a loss. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. last night we had a great victory. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I think it's working well. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, like I say, the, the kit for me is—I've worked with many kits,
3: many odd years in football.
2: I've worked with many kits, and mm-hmm. for, for, this is this is quite this is quite a good one for Chelsea. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, indeed, and we hope all the best uh, comes up uh, with this new kit, uh, because there is a lot of excitement uh, which will encompass this coverage next season. We will come on to that. But first of all, Gary, you are a kit manager and uh, I would really want to know what all comes into your purview. What, what What is it about your job that you have to do day in day out? being a part of a big club like Chelsea? For-
2: I would say a day in, day out. So obviously, to be, an, to be a kit man, you've got to be prepared to, to wake up very early in the morning.
3: You've got to be the first person in the club and you've got to be the last
2: person out. Um, which is fine. Obviously, I've got a young a young boy, so he gets me up even earlier. So I'm, I'm used to getting up early and, and stuff. Um, but in terms of the players, it's... You, you've got to be there and you've got to be someone they can lean on in times of support, in times of need. You, you have to work with them through the good times and through the bad times. Um, and for me, I've, I've, I've experienced a lot more times than bad times. But players are human beings and everyone goes through ups and downs in careers. And you've just got to be there as a friend, as a confident. Um, And just to support them as well, because, listen, they're they're professional athletes. So they push themselves to the limit every single day in training, in games.
3: And it's exhausting.
2: It's, It's exhausting for them mentally and physically.
3: So to have a
2: good team around them, a good network, a good coaching, physio, kit man, to have these people that are strong characters in their own fields, and confident in their own field that they know they can deliver 110 percent to support the team that's that's what they need and that's that's one of the jobs as a kit man you've you've got to be there you've got to be a friend you've got to you've got to be top of your game all the time because they'll look at you at at times in need and they need to see you smiling they need to see you happy and confident that they're going to do a good job and they need words of advice and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, the, the, the kit man job, apart from just washing the kit, putting the kit out, ordering the kit, making the kit look nice, you, you have to be, you're sort of there as a as a friend as well, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just uh, want to know from you because uh, you're part of one of the top five football leagues in the world. You're associated with a very big in its, uh, in its league and uh, things uh, aren't so straightforward, so say uh, things aren't so open when it comes to a uh, kit manager's position in a football club uh, all around the world. You might see that sort of uniformity when it comes to people's awareness about this. How do you think things have changed? You see, you've said you've you're, you're been part of this particular field for a lot many years now. How do you think things have changed in that respect? Have people come to know more and more about uh, your part of the job and what is it is that you do?
2: I think so. I think social media plays a big part in. Um, in just getting the kit man and and behind not only the kit man but behind the behind the scenes staff, right? So social media will obviously play a big part. The club the club will do lots of media about the kit, and they'll follow the kit man around the dressing room, and they'll sort of like f- fans. I think fans are quite interested now. Um, all around the world. Um, Obviously, they all support their team and the players and and the manager and and stuff are the main priority. But at the end of the day, there there is a lot that goes into running a football club. A lot that goes into running it. And I think that the real true supporters, they'll like to know who is the kit man, who is the physio, who is the guys, who are the guys that are keeping the players going and and stuff like that. So I think it is a lot more knowledgeable now, um, and a lot more out there who, who the, the other staff members are. And obviously, I, I like to be—I like—I like to give 120% to Chelsea all the time, and I, I want to make sure the guy look and feel top of their game. So, um, so yeah. So obviously, I guess there is a little bit more um, coverage on on a kit man and, and things nowadays. Mm -hmm. Uh, Indeed and uh, it's interesting that we have been joined by Mr. Ranjan Chowdhury
0: today who is uh, the technical director of East Bengal Football Club one of the big names in Indian football Uh, he is also the director of youth development at Pune Football Club so I would want to uh, listen from him sir uh, what are your expectations as a technical director? Uh, what are your expectations uh, from uh, your kit manager or your kitman, uh, the whole side, the whole squad, uh, as of a...
3: now? Yeah, no, I have heard uh, it's a great, great conversations. In mm-hmm. fact, the the scenario in in Indian football as a kit manager is a uh, different structure because I am handling mm-hmm. for thirty years different like a daughter football, a guardian, a a and wherever I go, the, 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 the way that the kit manager they are working it's a, diff, it's a com- different way.
2: Yeah.
3: In fact, the kids manager work uh, like a parents like a guardian in our uh, in, 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 in youth football because they don't only they don't want to clean the dresses they need they, they handle from, from football, football shoes to everything, the cleanliness the hygiene, everything, how they are handling, how they everything it's unbelievable, unbelievable. Like a like a father, mother, they're handling like the childrens, and the same way the chief managers they're working with us. It's, it's, and they are much more mature. What I have observed, although they are working from behind the scene, but the uh, but the way they're handling, I have I have, I have observed that it is unbelievable, unbelievable, and, and of course. Of course, now the scenario is going to change very soon. I mean differently but I mean, what I am hearing uh, due to COVID-19. Anyway, the the way, what respect we give the, uh, the kid manager. They are working like when our, we are children, like a mother, they are working with us. Same way, they are handling the children their youth and and I have a tremendous respect. You know, the English the football club. There is an the old. Uh, I forgot his name. The Bonshida. I, 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 I did 30 years, and he got so much respect. Even he knew the the football shoes, the every I and mean, the old shoes, every sure. every nails, every nail, and he knows the everything in and out. Even the single button, single button, single stitch. He's ever, ever, he's ever. So I have, I have got lots of respect. And uh, mm-hmm. so now, now I am with uh, the Srinagar Youth Academy, mm-hmm. and I, uh, the name of the kit manager is uh, uh, Ranjit. He knows in and out, in and out, everything. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. and he uh, is like a mother, he is like mm-hmm. a mother. How is he mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I'd uh, like to come back to you uh, Gary now and uh, we want to ask you a
0: question here because uh, it's difficult day by day when we see that the game is becoming more and more organized. Uh, the work uh, for you guys surely is increasing. I'm going to ask you, what is the biggest challenge that you have to face in your line of okay, work? Let's make it rather more interesting. Uh, tell us about an incident that was particularly tough for you to deal in all your years of experience as a kid manager.
2: Um, yeah, obviously. Like I said before, the, the guys are top professional athletes, so there's a lot of pressure on them, and a lot of these athletes, they, uh, athletes, they put a lot of pressure on themselves because they want to strive to be the best. They want to strive to be in the best team, the best player, and and most successful, and be the most successful, win the big trophies and stuff like that. So, so coming, so come down to it is. A lot of the guys will have particular superstitions or they'll like things done the same way. So, for example, for for me, it's it's knowing each individual player, like the gentleman just said earlier, it's like knowing each individual player like you are a parent of them because you, you need to know what makes them tick, what makes them not tick. When they're in moments of not so good, you need to pick them up and you need to know what, will bring them up to, to where they should be and where they, they should be um, in terms of level. So I guess it's just managing expectations, but at the same time it's, it's having the knowledge right. So I'll, I'll go back a few years when Didier Drogba uh, was in the team certain points he wants to sit next to certain people because if he had a good successful training session a day before he'd want to sit next to that person in the dress on the match day because he was confident because he's built up a good little rapport with that player in in training the week after he may have a fantastic pass from someone in the game before um, so then, you want to sit next to that person. So people used to want to sit next to to certain other players, depending on how the week went, how the games went. Um, and at Chelsea, we, we we sort of we have a, a certain routine in where they sit. And obviously, if we lose the game, we will change. We will rotate the way they sit. Just something simple like that, um, which again is it mental, right? It's all mental. Um, and it, it, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's just keeping the players' minds going, keeping them going, and keeping them uh, on on top of their game. Yeah,
0: yeah. And uh, you know, I just read uh, sort of an academic writer uh, just a few days back when I was listening for our show today, and I found it interesting uh, that. Uh, Chelsea, your club has undergone some serious business in this transfer window this time around. and uh, it's basically a team that is undergoing a process of change, uh, and a side that is evolving under a new manager. Uh, a, a lot of a few new guys will be joining us uh, next season. Uh, team One, uh, Akeem Siach, uh, and we hope a few more uh, will accompany them. It will look a completely different side than one it is this season. Uh, how much? Do you- does a, a team's mentality, a, a team's performance, and a team's uh, change, the, the opportunities that they're going through, has uh, on a kit design, So, say, you know, a new kit is coming up. I mean, is there a fair amount of help given on that uh, aspect uh, when uh, you're coming up with a new kit? Uh,
2: not, not really, no. So, the, the, the club will obviously have their own marketing and and. Uh, and br- is um, and n- not necessarily Chelsea but sometimes in the past I, th- I think it was Leicester they won the league and then they, they chose to put gold in their, in their kit yes. um, and stuff like that but no we, we, with Chelsea we try to stick to tradi- tradition as much as possible obviously you're very obviously with colours for your home kit and every now and then you'll try and change your away or third kit and stuff like that, but I try and stick to as traditional as possible. And one of the kits I liked this year was our FA Cup kit that we wore against Nottingham Forest. Yeah, the the, the blue and yellow. For me, that was amazing. And yeah, if, if if we could wear that every single week, I'd be very very. Even <laughs> just the uh, first team kit
0: this time around, the home kit has been a. Uh... You know, great. I mean, just the design that you guys have, the dark blue design on and the light blue is just incredible. And it resonates a lot with a young and dynamic team, if I have to say that. Uh, but just the last question to you, carry before the around for a bit more discussion uh, the kid manager alongside the whole team, you guys are sort of back home and, and you know, while the game is in the making, right, from the training session two uh, after the match, you guys look after the players sort of psychologically as well, you know, you guys must have had conversations with these players. It's interesting also that Chelsea under Frank Lampard is one that oozes youth and dynamics. Uh, you know, there are a lot of young guys in this side. How has your experience been with this young Chelsea uh, team?
2: It's been good. It's been very good. Obviously, I, I knew a lot of the younger players um, when they was in the academy. Um, and obviously, I, I like to follow the players when they come out on loan and, and stuff like that. But it's good. It's nice to have uh, young energy around the place and, and guys that are willing to learn and, and progress. We've got some fantastic pros as well with the likes of Willie and Giroud, people mm-hmm. like that. The, the guys look up to and, 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 and the more senior players are so good with the younger players. So as a whole club, as a whole dynamic, it, it's a really great place to be. Um, and I've, that, that will bring success, whether it's winning games, winning trophies, getting to latter state competitions. Having that good mix of youth and experienced players is, is fantastic. And then you put Frank Lampard in the mix with his coaches, Joey Morris and Joe Edwards. Again, there's, there's experience in playing. There's great coaching technique, great coaching abilities, and, and the ability to speak to the more experienced player and also the younger player as well. So, the home of the club is, is, is fantastic.
0: Indeed, and uh, I would now like to ask uh, my companion here, uh, Mr. Aburu, uh,
2: let's open
0: the round for a bit of
1: discussions here. And uh, over to you. All right, thank you.
2: Uh,
1: <laughs> right. So, I would like to ask uh, Mr. Rishi uh, if you have some questions for Mr. Gary. So, please? So,
0: uh, good evening, first of all, and I hope you and your family is doing really well in this panel. And as uh, this was actually my first year being the kit manager with Mumbai City FC, it's a really good team. The staff and the team supports the new new people in their club really well. So, uh, one of the new uh, changes, which is like in uh, the uh, kids, as as in the kids like after the half time we need to change our kids. So, uh, is there a, a, a number of order has been done extra for the changes or like how do you tackle the situations right now after the COVID situation?
2: For, for, for us, we, um, it, it, yeah, it's, it's been very difficult. For us, we're very, very lucky in in our sponsor, and they've uh, Nike in Nike, um, and they've been very forthcoming with with supplying us with sufficient amount of of, of, of kit and, uh, and, and 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 new stuff. Obviously, it the, the fact the fact that it was towards the end of the season uh, also meant that we were slowly processing into next season's kit. Um, but to be honest the guys have been looking after their own kit for the last several months um, since the since covid so, so they've been taking their their kit home washing it at home and i know it's been throughout the whole Premier League that, that, that's how it's been so, so they've been managing it themselves obviously since matches have started we we, we we then do the match kit but training kits and stuff like that the guys have been really good Um yeah, and, uh, and they've been managing it themselves. Necessary uh, checklist that you follow during a match day? Uh, yeah, a, a, a checklist is very, very important. Um, obviously, it, it becomes second nature when you do something so repetitive. But, yeah, the, the level we work at and the level you guys work at, you can't afford to forget anything, so yeah, a checklist is, is a simple thing. From shirt, shorts, socks, always spare. You have warm-up kit. You have coaches' kit. You have, obviously, weather weather permitted over here. is uh, is very unpredictable. We can have rain, snow, sleet, sun, wind, everything like that in in 20 minutes. So you have to. For, for me, it's always covering every scenario. Um, covering every scenario so you as a kit manager are covered and any any situation you can deal with so i'm probably what i i'm one of the people that takes probably the most kit to games than than other kit men around the world um just because i like to have every scenario covered
3: i don't ever want to be in a position where
2: a player will ask for something and i don't have access to it or i don't have it because for me, that that would then mean I would feel like I'm not doing my job, um, and I wouldn't want to affect the players in in, in the game or in a matchday situation. So yeah, a checklist is is always always good, and I'm happy after after this conversation. I'm happy to to, to share my my checklist. To, to you guys, so it's something that you can have a look at, amend it as you see necessary, but if it just helps as a guideline to, to what I would take to, to a game, then um, again I'm more than happy to share that with you guys and, and hopefully it helps, helps you in the future.
3: Oh, That's
1: brilliant, I think that will be an asset for all of us. From the youth development to the club level to this highest position, so can you please explain a couple of things?
2: Yeah, sure. So my uncle was the kit manager for Tottenham Hotspur. So he, he was there for thirty-five years. So as a, as a young boy, as the age of eight, nine, um, it was sort of, I would say the kit man is in my blood. But I don't know if that's possible. But it was it was a family thing. I used to go to Tottenham's training ground as a young boy and 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 help play with with the players. Help my uncle clean the boots and just sort of watch him and and stuff like that. And I really enjoyed, obviously as a young boy growing up, I loved football. So the fact that I had a family member involved in the team, um, like Tottenham at at that age was was amazing. And it sort of, it gave me the bug. So I used to go to matches, used to watch Tottenham. I used to watch other teams. I used to follow follow him around the country. And then obviously at school I used to play. So I used to play football at uh, quite a high level, never professional, but semi-pro. And then because of of that, I used to be the captain of the team and I used to be the one putting the shirts out. And just for when I used to play, I used to be the one that used to like organizing the dressing room. So although you're a semi-professional team, in my eyes, if the dressing room looked good, it gave myself and the other players in my team, that little bit of a lift, that little bit of, yeah, this is really good. And it sort of gave you a buzz and, uh, and gave you that little bit extra. Um, I then, later on in life, I joined Fulham, Fulham Football Club. I was around 17 years old uh, and I joined Fulham. Um, they was in the lowest division. And obviously I had 10, 10 successful years at Fulham and and met many great managers and players. Uh, I worked with the youth, the youth team, I worked with the first team and I worked with the reserve team. So I went through all, all of the stages and I worked with every age group um, and then obviously ended up with, with, with the first team where I was there for a few years uh, and then in 2009-2010 season um, I, I joined Chelsea and, uh, and yeah. Obviously, uh, being quite successful at Fulham and, and
3: being at a young
2: age with, with that amount of experience, it sort of was sort of a no-brainer to, 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 to take a step up in my career and, and work with the next level of player and, uh, and club. And obviously, the rest is history. I've been there uh, for, for just over 10 years now. Um, seen the team win Champions League, Europa League, Premier League, FA Cup many different titles and again met some amazing guys on the way Um, yeah there you go Uh, some of the guys are yeah unbelievable and and they're friends they're friends at the end of the day it's it's a great journey and the 20 years that I've had I'll look back on it with pride and and with some great great memories
0: uh, Mr brother Dey has uh, joined us here from uh, Mohangar and uh, would want to know from him what question he has for you today
1: okay oh uh, that how important is the, uh, is for a kit manager to be present in the match coordination meeting and uh, how important for a kit manager to be uh, i mean co- to coordinate with the um, with the team manager to prepare the kit
2: yeah, it's very important, um, obviously as a kit manager, you one of the main things is, is, is organization. So to have the communication with the, with the team manager um, is, is very important, because again, you need to know the squad who, who is playing. And again, the team manager sometimes comes to you and asks about the players. Um,
3: so yeah, so it is very, very important.
2: Not only with the team manager, but, but, but with all of the staff, you have to be a very open group, and you have to trust in in every single member of the team. So, yeah, it, it, it's very important. And uh, I have a very good relationship with the team manager, and it helps my job as well because to to, to do the job, you have to be organised, and you need to you need information, you need information, and and uh, and trust. So, yeah.
0: Thanks. I want to ask from you, Gary, you just saw a picture of yours post at the Champions League final in Munich. What an incredible night that was and uh, yeah. particularly this time around because uh, you guys were travelling to Munich which was of course the home venue to the team faced in the final. How difficult was it uh, to be the sort of fewer people in number? Because I've seen how daunting of a venue the Allianz Arena can be. How difficult was it at uh, that night? You must have seen everything unfold uh, uh, in front of your eyes.
2: Yeah, it, it was. It was very, very daunting. Obviously, being in Germany with Munich in Munich Stadium, it was. Uh, yeah, it, it was very. Uh, initially, it was very overpowering, but the, the the squad we had and the way we the way we got to the final and and everything like that, we sort of in everyone's mind, it was. We we're here for a reason and we've got here for a reason and it sort of just felt like it was our year. And obviously, with, uh, with with things that progressed in the game, there was points where you were like, oh no, maybe not, maybe not. But then all of a sudden, Didier would come up and and he scores the header and and everything. But the the, the lead up to the game was was great. Like like I said, we we had a great squad. Um, great squad that year in terms of everyone and the togetherness was just unbelievable and although we had a smaller crowd, you could hear the crowd, you could feel them you could see them, although it was very far and very small, you could see and feel the passion and the excitement in in their in their uh, in, in their faces and it, it was amazing, it was amazing and, and again, something I will never ever forget in, in my career um the, the dressing room obviously the, the the build up to that it was all Chelsea so we, we tried to make the dressing room as Chelsea fired as possible so lots of blue and and stuff like that so it, it didn't look the red daunting by Munich colors um so yeah it was it was it was an experience I, I definitely got a first my first few gray hairs that uh that game Um <laughs> But yeah, but, but luckily we, we, we come through on top, so. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, it's interesting that you mentioned that uh, the build-up to that game was incredible and of course playing at the Alliance Arena has to be an incredible experience as well. Uh, I just wanted to ask you how different is it uh, to play or prepare for, uh, you know, a Premier League match or a Champions League match and on the other hand, how difficult or how... how uh, if you say if you travel to a second division club in the capital world cup how different is that experience in terms of the preparation to uh, traveling abroad for a champions league fixture
2: there's pressure obviously as a kit man there's pressure in in any game whether it is a, a, a carabao cup league two team at the end of the day you want to win every single game because you want to get to the final and you want to get the, to the top of the league. So, every game has different types of pressure. I, I, I always find it a lot harder going to the the League 2 teams, the League 1 teams, because, like I said previously, I, I like to take a lot of equipment. I like to take a lot of stuff. And in Premier League and Champions League, you have a lot more room in the in the dressing room. Hmm. Whereas, obviously, some of the lower league teams, you can just about, about fit ten people in a dressing room, so you you have my 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 containers and all my kit. Basically, the players are climbing over the kit, and there's no room to do anything, and it's it's hard. It, it is hard. So um, you you have to manage each situation differently, and and uh, I'll fill the corridors up with with kit and and stuff like that just so I'm I'm ready. But yeah, it, it, it's it's very different, but. In terms of preparation, I, I'll always prepare the same, no matter what game, whether it's a champion final or just a preseason friendly. <laughs> okay,
0: and uh, we talk so much about the players and their first day experience. It's uh, kind of a jelly in the legs, moment you know, butterflies in the stomach. Uh, you kind of feel uh, nervous the first day. How was your first day at uh, Chelsea? like and you know how was the preparation going into that game
2: yeah you're very 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 nervous i i, I don't think i slept for a c- couple of days before i i, I packed the kit I, I checked the kit again i checked the kit again i got to the stadium i i checked the kit again it was yeah it was it was unbelievable and it, it's yeah it is it's the same for anyone in any job your your first day on the job you wanna. You, you want to be, you want to show them this is why I'm here, this is why you employed me. But yeah, it was, it was so nerve-wracking, so nerve-wracking. And, and watching the game every time someone made a tackle, making sure their shirt didn't rip or their mm. shorts didn't rip or their studs didn't come out or I, mm. I couldn't really remember the game at all. The first, the first day was, yeah, was just, it, it was so, so intense. But enjoyable right because that's that's why i'm in the in the job i do because i i love i like the pressure uh i thrive off the pressure and and it makes me a better person and same with the 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 fellow kitman here on 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 as well it's it's a pressure but it's a good pressure to have it builds you up as a character and as a person and and uh and yeah but no the 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 first day was was amazing very very nerve-wracking and and uh, but no i really enjoyed it and enjoyed it ever since
0: true and uh, we wish that you have a lot many moments to enjoy of. and we have a mr priyam day uh who is an official from bmsa and we will want to ask him if he has any questions for you uh priyam can you listen to us
3: yeah yeah thank you thank you mr rahul uh actually uh, we are still uh, working with the youths uh with the junior level not in senior level right now So I think there is definitely a difference in mentality or in maturity uh, between the youths and uh, senior players. So is there any special tips uh, for uh, preparing uh, kids in youth level? Designing of jerseys, preparing of kids, kids, uh, any other, anything uh, that is extra that is special for the youths? Gary, please.
2: Yeah, in, in terms of special, I, I've always, again, this is me, I've always had the mentality that you try to make the, the youth players feel as special as possible and for things not to be alien-like for when they join into the first team and they progress up. So you, you want to give them something to strive towards, um, but at the same time, you, you, you want to sort of run... And, and this is what I've, I've always run my, my side of kit manager the same. So I would treat an under eight or an under nine player the same as I would treat a senior player. So I like to keep that consistency running through. And I believe a lot of clubs will probably like to do that in, in every aspect of the club, because at the end of the day, you're one club. So for things like the kit, I, I personally think it's very important to... To, to to give them the opportunity to to feel good, to feel special, to feel like they're they're there, and and make them want to strive to more, you know. So make them want to be like your John Terry's, your Frank Lampards, and stuff like that. If they feel like that, wearing the kit, wearing the strip, then I always feel like it will give them just that 0.1% edge over over other people. So. That that's my that's my theory on that in terms of the younger age, um in terms of setup. I like to keep it all the same.
3: Okay.
1: Arijit uh, uh, Banerjee from Calcutta so he is organizing some of the uh, uh, youth league tournaments in Calcutta and he is very interested in developing uh, a training session with the kit managers youth league kit managers
3: uh, congrats on the uh, congrats on the win last night it was a good win for chelsea yeah thank you uh, i just wanted to ask what is the difference between a home match operation and an away match operation for you guys like what are the troubles you face away and what are the things
2: that you face on the matches are at home, home stadium? Um, the, so, uh, home matches, obviously, it, it's your home venue. So, so, you, so, you know the stadium, you know the dressing room inside out. So, you know every nook and cranny. For an away game, obviously, as, as an away team, they always try to make it a little bit uncomfortable for, for the visiting team which is normal right so they try to they try to put some obstacles in the way so I guess it's for me I, I always like to get there early so the earlier I get there to set up I can overcome any obstacles that, that may stand in the way and, and anything any unusual things that have happened to the dressing room or, or anything like that so I, again it's just preparation is the key um, away games are obviously always harder. Um because you are going into the unknown at times, but but I, I've always, again, I've always kept everything the same. So I've always tried to keep everything very consistent. And the players, players like consistency. So as long as I've prepared consistently the right and the same way, whether it's home or away, generally it's okay because the players will feel comfortable, um, that everything there is, is what they normally have and, and it's something less they have to worry about.
0: And uh, I certainly hope that uh, most of the questions would have been answered. It, it probably was a grey area for me before this conversation, but uh, I have gotten to know a whole lot of facts. Uh, thanks to you, Gary, and thanks to each and every one of you for enlightening us uh, with this session. And we certainly hope that our listeners and our viewers will also get to know a thing or two new about the kit management as a whole. Thank you so much, Gary. And thank you so much, gentlemen, for joining us. No problem. It was good good fun. It was good fun and uh, it has been a pleasure. Best of luck to all of you. And uh, I wish that you guys keep on doing the commendable job that you do behind the scenes to make football even more presentable for all of us. And that's it from us in uh, Sports Flashes today. This was uh, The Captain Speaks, which we have uh, a special association with Pro India. We'll be back next week with yet another Big discussion, big and detailed discussion. Uh, this is me, Rahul Pandey, and uh, with alongside Apoop Chakraborty signing off in today's discussion.